listening to the Loving BDSM Podcast, episode 292. Kayla Lord's here with the one, the only, the maybe over-caffeinated John Brownstone. Can't be possible because I've actually only had two coffees, which is my normal amount of coffee to have, and I just started a third one. That third one's a really big one. It is. Just saying. You've, you've had some bursts of energy today I'm not quite used to. I don't know what's happening. It's because I slept in this morning. <laughs> That's what's, sleep. Sleep did it. Okay. Okay. Now we know. Note to self. Sleep. Uh, this week, we're reacting to BDSM Reddit uh, again. Uh, and be prepared. Uh, there may be a rant. I don't know. Will it be for me? Will it be from you? Who knows? Mm-hmm. We're high energy over here this week. Welcome to the Loving BDSM podcast. If this is your first time listening, glad to have you. If you're back for another week, welcome back. Loving BDSM is produced every Tuesday and Friday for your kinky pleasure and education, and show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Come back often and feel free to add the podcast to your favorite podcast app. You can also follow the show on Twitter at lovingbdsm, on FetLife at lovingbdsmpc, on Instagram at that handle I will forever fucking hate, <laughs> lovingds and the number one, number one, I can't even say it, I hate it so much, it's at lovingds1. Or on YouTube at youtube.com slash lovingbdsm, where you can watch us live stream the podcast every Wednesday. All links are in the show notes. A big thanks, as always, to our kinky patrons over on Patreon, including our newest peeps. We see you. We love you. We're very, very grateful to you. If you'd like to join our kinky community and get access to extra content in a Discord server with a group of super cool, super nice kinksters, you can join us at patreon.com slash Also, the day after this episode goes live, December 4th, I believe it is, that's a Saturday, is our monthly Q&A. We do that for our patrons where you can ask questions. You don't have to wait for a QA and a episode. Uh, So if you are interested in any of that, you can join for as little as $2 a month at patreon.com slash Lords. That's patreon.com slash Lords, or use the link in the show notes. And the show notes are found at lovingbdsm.net. Not gonna lie, I don't trust myself to remember things. I mean, I do have have notes, but since we nearly forgot to record the podcast intro, Audio, yeah, which yeah. we do that in a very specific order because we're very routine-minded people. We just are. I don't know if you've noticed it around here. And then to realize we have forgotten to do it. Now, I, I don't trust anything I'm about to do. Um, what am I gonna forget? Probably something major. Uh, I will give the disclaimer that yes, that grinding sound in the background is Lola snoring. The cats were napping uh, a few minutes ago, but they could stop napping at any point, and they have both been meowing their heads off today. Yeah, so. they've been they've been very restless. Today. If you hear meowing, yes, we know. Okay, so I do have an announcement. Um, if y'all recall from last week, we did our big favorite toys of the year, and then I told you about all the Black Friday specials, and now. We're like midweek after Black Friday, the specials are done, but Hot Octopus just sent out a thing um, to let us know that uh, they are having another sale. It's up to 30% off. I have a feeling it's the same kind of thing where it's tiered and not everything's the same percentage off. So if you missed out on any Black Friday stuff, Hot Octopus is still running a sale up to 30% off through December 17th. and if you use our link in the description box uh, or in the show notes page for podcast listeners, that's an affiliate link, but you can just go to hotoctopus.com and you'll get there and it'll be fine and great. Yay, I did the thing. Okay, so <laughs> for this week's episode with uh, 
reacting to BDSM Reddit again. I realized it had been several weeks since we'd done one. I would like to uh, thank both Silent Wing, who is often in the live stream chat. I already said hi to Silent mm-hmm. Wing today. Hi. And our friend Amy of Coffee ah. and Kink, because both sent us a couple that are within this list. Cool, cool. Um, so we appreciate that. If you are ever like hanging around the BDSM advice subreddit and find something wild <laughs> or, you, or you're like this could make Kayla rant feel free to email it to us I try to hold on to them I try not to lose them in the email inbox okay so so here we go let's start um yeah let's start okay, okay. I already pulled these up oh and I will link to the subreddit these all came from the subreddit BDSM advice where people were well, one, I don't know because it's a screenshot, but the rest all came from that. So if you're interested in ever going there on Reddit, the link is in the places you can you can go uh, take a look. Okay, so this is a long one. Mm-hmm. And again, rereading it silently, I got, I got annoyed. So <laughs> let's see how you feel. The headline is, feeling embarrassed, Dom didn't like the noises I make in bed. Hmm. Here we go. Hooked up with a new partner who identified as a dominant. I'm a switch. From our talk beforehand, it seemed like we were a good match. During the date, we talked about our philosophies about life and sex, why we're into BDSM, etc. It all seemed to align. When we came back to mind to hook up, I found it difficult getting into a submissive headspace with him. It felt a bit rushed and I wasn't relaxed yet. Still, I enjoyed what he was doing and tried to loosen up. One thing to know about me is that I'm quite vocal, not screaming or anything, but I moan and whimper and gasp. Same, mm-hmm. same. Uh, my previous partners have really enjoyed that. I quite enjoy it too. When they threaten me to be quiet or put their hand over my mouth or gag me, that's usually one shortcut into that submissive headspace for me. This new dom started fingering and fucking me on the bed. I was on my back, not really thinking about the noises I was making. I wasn't louder than usual or anything. Then he hit me with, God, you're repetitive, aren't you? And suddenly I felt really self-conscious. I tried to be a bit quieter and switch things up a bit, gasping fuck and that sort of thing. Then he snapped at me, expand your vocabulary. I felt really ashamed then, like I was a bad sub. I tried to get over it and be a bit flirty, asking what he wanted to be called, like daddy, because I played that way before. And he said, whatever, I don't care. So I tried pulling out the usual dirty talk that I've done with Doms before, basically saying it feels so good, begging for it, etc. And he said, oh, shut up and put his hand over my mouth. Like I said, that's usually a shortcut into a submissive headspace for me. But at that point, I just felt so bad that I honestly just dried up. I've never had somebody get annoyed at me during sex before. I don't know how I could have handled this better. Should there be more discussion beforehand about dirty talk names and how loud we should be? Was he genuinely frustrated or is it possible that he meant it to be part of the dynamic? How can I learn to be less repetitive? I feel like this has taken away a lot of my confidence. And then there was an update that said, uh, I bit the bullet and texted him explaining how I felt. He apologized and said it was a verbal degradation kink and that I must prefer physical degradation. I still don't think it was right. We hadn't discussed any kind of degradation before. And although I was a switch in a submissive role at the time, if I were dominant, I would have been sure to okay that with my sub beforehand. Um, so before the uh, got to the update part, I was ready to come through the screen at this motherfucker. Right, right. <laughs> so um, go ahead, JB. Okay. First of all, um, for him after being contacted later on to say, oh, it was a verbal degradation kink. Um, I call bullshit. Right, right. I call bullshit. Um, it, it sounds to me 
from the way it was explained in the text, mm-hmm. um, that they were just, an, he was annoyed. It sounded annoyed. Yeah. Yes. I mean, those type of comments. Right. Right. It okay. sounded, and of course, did I add some flavor with reading it out loud? Yes. Kind but even in my head, I read it as annoyed. Kind of comes out as being annoyed. Like the, oh, shut up and repetitive much? Yeah. That's not degradation. I mean, may- that, maybe that's well, degradation for some people, but don't, but actually, no, the initial no. response, if you were not prepared for that, mm-hmm. how could that not be? Oh my God, I've done this wrong. I have annoyed exactly. this person. Um, those, those kind of comments, at least to me, definitely do not fall into a, a degradation. Uh, um, not without that, having talked about it and said, now, yeah, if you say that, that gets me now off is that blah, blah, blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. humiliating? Yes, but not in a good way either. That was a perfect example of bad humiliation. Yeah. Oh, my God. I mean, you could, in reading it, I could feel when she, if I assume gender, when that person was saying, I, you know, I got quiet, I started feeling a mm-hmm. bad sub, blah, 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 like... I I can I'm, feel that I'm listening because to I can you, empathize. I'm listening to you read this, and you know, I, at at the very top, you know, where they say how they talked about life and and their different things about you know getting into BDSM and 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 things and you know how that it kind of clicked on their compatibility. Uh, okay, you know, sure. <sighs> But you know what? Just because you click on those levels doesn't mean you're going to click on a, a DS and, and sexual level. And and I think there was a big shortfalling there. I don't like this guy, just in general. Okay? Yeah, no. Because, no. first of all, can the noises and, and words you say in the heat of the moment become repetitive? Sure they can, because for mm-hmm. some, I know for myself, I lose all ability to think straight. And so, therefore... Um, that's what's coming out, and it's going to be the same word over and over again. But there's also the whole thing of, first of all, know your fucking moment. So yeah. if, he, this, if he really thought it was supposed to be about humiliation, kink, and degradation, how could you not have negotiated that first and said, oh, what are you into? Mm-hmm. This mm-hmm. is what I like to do. How's, you know, let's work this out. So the, the not negotiating it is obviously a huge red flag, and you, right. you done fucked up there. But to say things that outside of conscious negotiation will come across as you've just annoyed the fuck out of somebody. Like, why is that what you got to say in bed? How are you trying to keep a mood alive? Yeah. If that's what you said without the negotiation, you and I have negotiated verbal humiliation. Right. You know what you can say and what you can't say. I've known what I can and can't say, what words I can and can't use, and what context I can use other words in. And... It's because this person did not find out until later mm-hmm. that and and after confronting him that this is what he th- claims he thought he was doing. That means there was no check in when they were done of him going, hey, was that too much? Did that right, work right. for you? How's that going? Like, no, he said some shit off the fucking cuff. Yeah. That was bullshit and mm-hmm. when called out on it, then he's like, oh, well, that was verbal degradation and clearly you're not into that. Fuck you. Okay, right. we were, we're already demonetized on YouTube, but whatever. Yeah. Fuck you. Like, yeah. no, you you said mean things. <laughs> now, like the question that this person is asking of how do I be less repetitive? You don't have to worry about that shit. Mm-hmm. Okay. The partner that's like 
going to have a good time with you is not nobody's fucking keeping score on how many times you said a word. Right. Um, I would. I find it. I don't know. I, I find it. I mean, I'm, me personally, mm-hmm. I love a partner who is reactive, who, and, who vocalizes. The, who, here's the thing. That's where I was thinking about, which is part of me wants to say, well, maybe the lesson for the person asking the question is to mention that and go, hey, I'm kind of vocal. Like, mm-hmm. can we talk about this? But part of, and part of me goes, that's always maybe just a good thing to mention your own, not quirks in bed or in kink, but like things that you know that people might have an opinion on. And yet I think, what? Normally isn't the conversation you're not saying anything and that's the problem? Like, I'm sure there are people out there who are like, wow, this person is a chatty fucking Kathy in bed. What the hell? <laughs> like, yeah, I know, I know there would be people out there, but yeah. I would imagine that... Like that would be more of a thing to go. I get really quiet, and if I don't say anything here, I just you just need to know I'm having a good time. Not, hey, can we talk about the fact that I make noises and moan? Like I would never have considered that needing to be a point of fucking negotiation. For for that person's comfort, I might bring it up, like, you know, for future hookups and whatevers, but. That is just to avoid the motherfucker who's going to be like, oh, I thought I could insult you and tell you how fucking bored I was. Mm. Like, you dumbass. This person is verbally showing their pleasure and Mm -hmm. you wanted them to mix it up. You don't deserve that. You get away from that and you go have a good time with your hand because no, no, you're not. No, no, you're not allowed any of this anymore. And and somebody brought up in the chat and this, this is a good example why degradation and humiliation play is not a a good point for pickup play. Not without being ve- being willing to be very specific and right. have an in depth right. conversation. Quite yeah. frankly, based on the lead in of we have this conversation, we're having a good night, we seem to be aligned. You'd almost think that oh, if they were aligned and it was clear that they were both into mm-hmm. humiliation kink then maybe that would make more sense. But even to, to for two people to go, yeah, I'm into humiliation. Yeah, me too. Yeah, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's not the same as we just negotiated. You're allowed to like destroy my fucking ego and confidence. Exactly, in exactly. I am all for saying the meanest, cruelest, filthiest things you can come up with consensually. Yeah. But just like every other kink, there's, there's boundaries there. And all I can think about was how this person is describing the situation and... The further they get into the story of the sex they're having, the worse they feel. And, and they're wondering what they're doing wrong, how they can be and better. I'm, Fuck that and shit. I'm, and I'm reading that exactly. I'm like, oh no, you have you you do not need to feel bad about this. No. This is not on you at all. Right. This is all on on, on that, that person. On that dom. They're allowed no more of this. Whatever. Right. No. Yep. No. Go to the corner. Figure out what you did wrong. Go find somebody else and do exactly. Right no. Exactly. No. Uh, I need to interrupt this rant to say thank you, Ian, and thank you, Candace, for the super chats <laughs> here on YouTube. <sighs> yeah, no, I no, I no. This, yeah, no. This person was an the dom was an ass. Mm-hmm. Uh, this person has nothing that they need to fix about themselves. Um, right. 
the unanswerable question that they asked was, was he genuinely frustrated or is it possibly meant it to be part of that dynamic? And that's not a question anybody but that person can answer. Mm-hmm. And I call bullshit on their answer. Yes. I yes. think they were they were saving face after the fact. Mm-hmm. Okay, mm-hmm. here's another one. Moving okay. on. Whew. I've already like had a soul cleanse with that last rant. Here we go. This one is titled Limits as a Dom. Hello, fellow BDSM enjoyers. I like that. Uh, I have a question to both subs and doms. A few days ago, my sub was extremely bratty. And while I usually am able to tame her, this time simply nothing worked. At one point when I saw that I wasn't able to dominate her, I used a safe word to stop because I felt like shit. So my question to my fellow doms is how do you deal with a situation like this? Do you sometimes feel like you failed as a dom? If so, how do you deal with it? My question for the subs is, would you think less of your dom if a situation like this came up? How would you feel if you had to hold your brattiness back at times when it's just too much for your dom? Um, I should mention that all this happened over a video call and that my sub was extremely comforting, gave me great aftercare and only gave me good vibes once I stopped. Just like to hear the opinions of others. So first of all, I would like to say, wow, this sounds really fucking healthy. (laughs) And my heart grew three sizes just now. (laughs) But okay, so question for the Dom. Hi, Danny Dom. Hello there. How do you deal with a situation like this? And do you sometimes feel like you failed? And if so, how do you deal with that? Um being the dom and and partner to the person I'm sitting next to, no, I, I do not feel like I have failed. <laughs> um, have I ever, like, I don't think I've ever gone so far that you couldn't get me to calm down, but have you ever perceived that, that I've done um, that? Yes. Oh, because I don't feel like I did. <laughs> <laughs> yes. So how did you feel when that happened? Um, Other than frustrated at the woman that you love. Mostly frustrated. (laughs) Mostly frustrated. Um, I I don't feel like a failure. I know you too well. I know you way too well. Hopefully you know I don't. That's not what I intend. I know. Right, right, right. I know. But but I also know you. I mean, folks, come on. Let's be honest. Those of you watching, those of you listening, um, you've heard her rant. You've heard, five you, ago. you've heard how she goes into those rants. There is that passion that flows out of those rants. Um, her sassiness is no different. It's no different. It gets, you know, there there are times you get, yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, a little kissy I mean, face. I yeah. mean, kissy face, I guess. <laughs> because that'll help. <laughs> Not <laughs> always. <laughs> so true. But, um, you know, just take the rants and, and, and move it over to sassiness, and it can be the same thing with you. Sure. So, you know, no, I do not see myself as a failure. I, I look at the person sure. sitting next to me delivering what is... Well, and this wasn't about bratting in our situation, but you've talked yeah. about this several times. You have absolutely safe-worded oh, yeah. out of me just being... As we discussed in a previous episode, I'm not too fucking much. I'm just a lot. Okay, I'm yeah. a lot. Uh, and we were talking about actually vanilla-ish kind of business things, except our business is kinks. So Was it ever a mm-hmm. vanilla conversation? That's a whole other debate. Anyway, right. we were talking about business, and I was so 
into what I was doing and I was so focused and I was so weak. Might say the word passionate, but mostly just I was a lot. Yeah. And I overwhelmed you. Oh yeah. And you safe worded out of that. Right. And I would see that as a definite parallel to this kind of situation. Something about the submissive partner was just a lot to handle. Yeah. And the only way to kind of get back to a, a baseline was to safe word out. Mm-hmm. I know how that made me feel and I'll get to that, but I'm curious other than the relief that I listened to you when you say for it, um, how did needing to say for it in that situation, how did that feel? Um, like it was necessary. Well, yeah, I know. But, <laughs> so you said the word because it was necessary, but then how did you well, feel? Um, after I said it, mm-hmm. I felt much better. Because <laughs> I stopped. Because you stopped. You stopped. That's- Right. It's not what I'm trying to get towards. <laughs> Does anybody else out there know what I'm trying to get out of this man right here, right now? Is it just me painfully pulling teeth on a camera and in front of a microphone? Okay. So you felt relief that it all was right. over. But the fact yeah. that you had to do that at all to for me to calm the fuck down, how did okay. that make you feel? It, 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 it didn't. Make you feel... Make me feel anything one way or the other. It was just a solution to a it, problem. It, it was the thing that needed to be done at the time. Okay. 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 I mean, the thing that brought this all on to begin with was many years ago when we had a discussion while we were walking in regards to a cell phone. Okay. Oh, yeah. Changing plans. Oh, God, yeah. Yes. Lord. Yes. Changing our cell phone plans. Right. And... And... You know, I have always known that when you set your sights on something, you are very passionate and and you are very straightforward and, and you just want to move into what you want to. I want to do what I want to do. You want to do what you want to do. <laughs> so that's just who you are. Okay. And, you know, when the times arise that I need to safe word out which are rare it is it, it is rare and it, and it, and and over time it has become much rarer because i think you kind of recognize when you're pushing that um pushing that boundary now mm-hmm. so you know there is that but do do i fee- see it as a failure do i see it as a shortcoming absolutely not you know, no different than if we're doing a scene and you say word. Sure. Reaching your limit is not a shortcoming. Right. It's just a fact of we, being human. We all have a point where we're like, I can do no more with this. this absolutely. Has to stop absolutely. And yeah. while, you know, I, I have said this many, many times and, and I'll say it again right here, right now, you know, um, I love your sassiness. Hopefully it was a selling point. Yeah. <laughs> I've been this way since day one. <laughs> but I mean, I, I I just love sassiness in general. You do. Mm-hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. It it keeps things fun. It keeps things exciting. You know, it, it it's it's never a dull moment, folks. <laughs> <laughs> if you're having a good time, yeah. think of what it's like for him twenty four seven. But but. Too much of any good thing. Right. There's there everybody has there, a, a limit. Everybody has their limit, right. regardless of where that limit is. So, 
you know, yeah, no, it, it's it's not a, a failure. It's not not a shortcoming. Um, it's a, it, it's it, a tool, and you did it, what you had it, to do. It's a tool, and I used the tool how it had to be used. Okay, you know, so you know, no, I I don't I don't see anything, you know wrong with what was said there you know no. I, don't, I don't think he definitely needs to feel you know that he did something wrong or you know no okay right. so i'll answer my half of it yeah wow i had to you, you didn't rant but wow you were on a roll i'm very proud of you um okay <laughs> so the first question that this person asked was would you think less of your dom if the situation came up absolutely not as we already talked about it's happened i don't think less of you Mm -hmm. Because I have my own issues, though, I do think less of me because I have that internal thing and that voice in my head that says I should never mess up. Mistakes are never OK, even though they're totally OK. People make mistakes all the time. I'm supposed to be the best good girl ever. And if it's gotten so far that you need a safe word to get me to shut the fuck up, I am a failure and I suck. Like, that's... <laughs> The initial like thought process and feeling. Now, do I say those things? No, it manifests as a lot of feelings of shame uh, tend to manifest in anger, <laughs> in deflection, in mm. what do you mean you need you need me to stop? What do you mean that was too much? I know enough to respect a safe word, but in my head, I'm like, I wasn't that bad. I wasn't, I was definitely that bad if the only way you could shut me up was to safe word. Like, <laughs> so I have my own feelings about it needing to be done and some small part of me seeing it as a failing on my part, I done fucked up. Um, and then I have to combat the feelings of shame that come along with that because I got my own issues from my own childhood, thanks. And then because my one of my responses to those feelings of shame is anger because it's the last thing I want to feel. And this is all happening internally while I'm just not talking. But tears are filling my eyes. So and then I'm like, oh, God, he's he's going to think again. It's the trauma, baby. He's going to think I'm crying for attention. No, <laughs> I'm having some internal chaos while respecting what you need while feeling awful for putting you in that position. Mm -hmm. The thing that is helpful for me is a thing that I've tried to always do imperfectly as, as things go is to learn from those kinds of mistakes. So one, I try not to push so hard. You've got a safe word. And two, I think we've maybe done it three times now, maybe yeah. four total, like our whole relationship. And because of the way you behave after the fact, um, I have learned that it's not a moral failing on my part. I'm mm -hmm. not an awful human being and submissive. I just got too carried away. And I think for me, it's how you've handled it. Because, and maybe it's because you know you have a hot mess <laughs> Some people have hot wives. He's got a hot mess <sighs> wife, okay? Uh, you know that I'm like all like fucked up in the head by it. We take care of your needs first. Mm -hmm. You, so far, you've never needed comfort from it. You've just needed a moment to breathe. Right. I kind of turn away or walk away because now I need a moment to deal with myself. 
we come back together and you go straight back into being exactly who you were before. We might leave that topic of conversation alone for a while, but mm-hmm. you don't treat me any differently, behave any differently. You're back to your old self and it's that part of it that makes it easier for me to process when it happens. But don't get it fucking twisted. Is the internal perfectionist that is me going, never do that again. Never fuck that up again. (laughs) Yes. Is that healthy? No. Uh, Is it my truth? Yes. Um, But so it's really weirdly it's less about how you feel <laughs> it's about how i feel <laughs> but i also just don't i don't take it personally like i don't think you don't like me i never feel like the relationship is fucked because we've gone no, through it i'm i'm self-flagellating over it because i was imperfect yeah. and i can't handle that apparently i mean that's that's not the that's not the point to try and make you feel bad i mean I'm sure there are times I overwhelm you. Yeah. Probably not as often, but. <laughs> True. But I mean, I, you know, I, I, I think the, the one thing I'd, I'd like to make a point on saying here is, you know, we, in, in this lifestyle, we put a lot of stress on a sub safe word safe wording out of a scene mm-hmm. okay and and that is very important yeah, yeah, yeah. that sure. that that is something that's very important um and you know not ignoring that safe word taking that safe word to heart when it's when it's said you know things things need to come to a stop but i i think we have put so much focus on a sub using a safe word that even though it's not uncommon, it's not as talked about for a dom to oh, use sure. a safe word to safe word out of something. I mean, sure. there have been times I have stopped scenes sure. with us. Yep. And am I disappointed? Yes, but also that's just the nature of it. Right. Sometimes it's got to stop. So, so you know, for for a dom to 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 safe word at some point, whether it's in a scene, whether you know, for whatever the reason could be, you know. It, it's not that uncommon, mm-hmm. but for some reason, kind of like there was a time when when um, uh, Dom Drop was barely talked w- about. was barely yeah. talked about, you know. But they are very real things, and they happen. Sure, I I think that we've taken some of the binary that you see in heteronormativity and the patriarchy of women are supposed to be this way and men are supposed to be that way, right? Mm-hmm. That's style of thinking has been picked up and placed over power exchange and doms are supposed to be this way and submissives are supposed to be that way. And it's about perceived weakness, right? Like doms shouldn't safe word, doms shouldn't need aftercare. Fuck that shit, Mm -hmm. of course they should, of course they do, but we don't talk about it very much. What I love about this particular post is how this person talks about how their partner immediately was like, they stopped, they did aftercare, they took care of them. There's the other part of the question that I definitely want to touch on though. Yeah. Um, Even though in our situation, it wasn't about brattiness, it was about all of this, that is me. It says how, the question towards subs, it says, how would you feel if you had to hold your brattiness back at times when it's just too much for your dom? Here's the thing that I'm gonna say. If you have to hold back any part of who you are so often that you feel like you cannot be who you are or that there is something inherently wrong with you. Mm -hmm. If the holding back 
occurs so much that the the narrative you have for yourself is well I'm clearly too much and I can't be myself um that's a problem okay yeah. now sometimes that's a problem of perception where our partner asked us once to tone it the fuck down and we internalize that message as I suck and I should never be myself that might be a thing between you and your therapist and that is definitely a conversation to have with your partner mm. that's different from a partner who is constantly or consistently, because constantly is really subjective, consistently making it clear that they cannot handle all of you. We all deserve a partner who can handle all of us most of the time. But the reality is, is that sometimes it's just too fucking much. Mm -hmm. yeah. <laughs> you love my sassiness. Absolutely. You love my intensity. Yeah. You love my passion, my drive, my focus, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And everybody has a fucking limit. <laughs> That's right. The fact that we have been together since 2013 mm -hmm. and you've had to kind of do the safe word as just a way to make it clear enough's enough. Right. We can't deal with any more. Three, maybe four times out of all of those years, all those conversations, all those times I went, I have a thought, verbal vomit all over you with my thought. Mm -hmm. And that's all you've ever had to do. That is not enough for me to walk around thinking I'm too much and I'm asking for too much and that, mm -hmm. that I can't be who I am. That is a yeah. very real there, example of sometimes. There, there, there is a very big difference between not being allowed to express who you are, mm -hmm. all right, mm -hmm. as opposed to, well, okay, you know, you, this time you pushed a boundary right. and, and, you know, it needs to stop. Um, just like somebody I know found out very recently when they were over the sa over sassing while helping me do some. Uh... There should be a power exchange court of appeals. <laughs> because I fundamentally disagree about that. We can talk about that later. Let us move forward in what we're doing. I will happily talk about that, though. Because did I turn it into a joke for Instagram? Yes, I did. Yes, you did. Okay, so this next one All right. is very likely to be a joke and not a real concern. All right. Amy of Coffee and Kink sent it to me ages ago. Okay. And it is hilarious. Okay. But we can... Take it on semi-seriously if you'd like. Now, okay. I'm right, sorry for see. anybody looking at me in the camera. I have, I can't make this bigger and I have to get uh, real close to read it because it's real it's, fuzzy. Yeah, I'm, I'm sitting here looking like, oh my gosh. Okay, so the Dom is at this point 25 and male. The subs, there's four or five of them. Uh, three male, two female, age ranging from 22 to 28. And the subject line is, my subs have unionized. Uh, <laughs> it's already funny. I've been in a committed polyamorous dominant submissive relationship for the past three months. I'm the dom and I have five subs, three men and two women. It's been going great. It's all consensual and everyone is having a good time. We do not live together, but we hang out at my apartment almost every day. It is not a purely sexual relationship either. We all share an emotional connection and it's like any other relationship and it's like any other relationship, but poly and BDSM. Of course, as the dom, there are some rules. They need to call me master. No kissing anyone except for me. If uh, I tell someone to do something, they do it within their bounds, of course. The punishments depend on the person. Some of my subs get whipped, some publicly humiliated. It all depends on what I agree with with each sub. We have safe words too, and we stop the role play whenever anyone says one. It seems weird to vanillas, but this is what we enjoy and we like to be open about it. 
Everything has been great. At least I thought everything was going great. I woke up a couple days ago and told one of my subs to get me a cup of coffee. He didn't do it. I told him that I was going to punish him, public humiliation, which can be easily resisted. And he said that he wouldn't do it. Now, if one of my subs acts like this, I break it off with him. So I threatened him that I would kick him out of the relationship. The other subs chimed in and said that if I kick him out, they all leave. That's right, my submissives have unionized. They handed me a sheet of paper with a list of demands. The demands included, I'm not sharing all of them for their privacy, uh, allowing kissing between subs and demands are only to be followed after 8 p.m. I tried to negotiate, but they were firm in their demands. I couldn't punish them. My hands are tied and I have no power anymore. I told them that I would think about it for a couple of days. They haven't left me yet. They still stay overnight, but this list of demands is lingering over our relationship and our sex life. They want to keep a dominant and no one has stepped up to replace me. They thought about finding a new dom online, but only if I don't give into their demands. I want to negotiate because I don't want to give up too much power. I offered kissing subs only after 6 p.m. and followed demands after 1 p.m. I also offered following each demand separately, but not both together. I really do have feelings for them and they have feelings for me, but the power balance was shifted when they unionized and I don't know what to do. The relationship isn't as satisfying anymore and I don't know if it ever will be. What should I do? Do I let them get a new dom and leave them or do I give into their demands and relinquish some of my power? You're outnumbered. You're screwed. (laughs) (laughs) So if I were going to answer a little seriously here, the thing about um, negotiation, in some cases when we're talking about negotiating things where you have hard limits on, it really is a, it's this or it's that. But most of the time when we're not talking about serious hard limits, there has to be a give and take back and forth. So you come to negotiating table with what Mm -hmm. you want. The other person goes, well, I can't give you all of what you want, but I can give you some of it. And you kind of, if, if it's worth it to you to do, you go back and forth until you meet in a middle where you're getting enough of what you want to be satisfied. The best advice I was ever, this business negotiation that I ever got about negotiation says that in um, a true compromise, both sides walk away a little disappointed because you're gonna have to give something up to get the majority of what you want. So if this were real, and I don't know if it is or not, it's sort of hilarious to me, that would be the thing I would remind people of is, okay, they have a list of demands. Mm-hmm. Which of those demands are, this is a limit, this is a boundary, where this is a must, yeah. and which are the, if we could get these, these would be great. Um, and then you have to do that back and forth, back and forth. But also, quite frankly, my, my uh, I got no time for bullshit side, which is a, just a small part of me, mm-hmm. um, says, if they want things you can't provide, then they need to find a partner who can give it to them. But also, I I kind I kind of fucking love the idea that all those subs got together to negotiate a, a larger contract <laughs> with better benefits. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's kind of scary, actually. You know. Um, all right. What are my thoughts on this? Yeah. Um, Okay, I my thoughts on this at this point are you know I, I'm reading or listening to some of this sure, sure. Um, as you as you read, and I, I think one of the things that that kind of pinged right off the bat was you know they one dominant five 
mm-hmm. subs. They're on a poly. They hang out all the time, sleepovers, yada, yada. And I, I guess the first thing that, that kind of really hit with me was the no kissing anybody yeah. other than him. Yeah. You know, and I'm like, well, you know, if, if this is like a, a poly family, you would think that, you know, other people would have connections with with other their own kinds of relationships forming with within within the the within that or even separate even, even everybody's separate. poly everybody's gonna have yeah. their own style of poly so some people might have want to have other partners some people might want to be partners yeah. within the right. group yeah, yeah yeah and you know everyone may have been fine with this in the beginning when they first negotiated but it it just goes to show you how things change Mm -hmm. and why things can't stay stagnant in relationships Mm -hmm. you know time changes people change so you know it it sounds like he's kind of stoic in his ways and Mm -hmm. and not willing to bend which i think is sad and and that is very sad um you know just like anything else, even even with just between you and I, we renegotiate as needed as sure. things change. Life in itself, van- vanilla life, can have an impact on our DS, sure. which we then have to renegotiate and and rework. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I I I get a, a a chuckle out of the way it was written. You know, they're unionizing. Like, dude, you're screwed, man. Five. Five against one, you know, you're you're, you're done for. <laughs> and if you actually are trying to keep every individual happy, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to compromise you're, all over. You the you place. you have to be willing to compromise right. and and it negotiate. It's not gonna work otherwise, especially in 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 a dynamic that big and diverse. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, yeah, I, I mean, that's really the 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 first thing that comes. You know, he's he's being too. Um, he wants what he wants. Right. And and doesn't sound and, like he's and willing to consider what they what want. What they want. Right. And I can imagine, because we've seen this happen a lot, the me that negotiates in new relationship energy, new to the dynamic, mm-hmm. I'm super excited, we're going to try some stuff, Yeah, is a different me than the me who's been doing it for six months and knows what feels like bullshit, right. what's exhausting, what I'm not into, what sounded mm-hmm, like a great idea mm-hmm. on paper, but now I'm kind of over this shit. So this, regardless of, like, if this is even real, regardless of whether it's five submissives or one, there absolutely is a right for both sides of the slash to come back and go, you know that thing we've been, we said we would do six months ago? I would really like to revisit this because things are not working. And the whole, to me, the whole idea is if there's a desire to keep the partnership going, regardless of whoever brings the need for a change. So in this case, it's the Dom being brought forth a list of, can we do these things, please mm. and thank you, by submissives. That, if, if that person wants that relationship to actually have a chance to move forward and continue to be a thing, there has to be at least a willingness to listen and compromise. Nobody has to um, go outside of their own boundaries and limits. Nobody has to do things that don't feel right to them. Like Mm -hmm. you get to say, no, I'm not gonna do this. And what that means is that relationship will probably end. But if the point is you really are happy 
with these people and you want the relationship with the people, not just what you're getting as the dom, not just the service you're getting, not just the sex you're getting, but like the relationship with the people, then yes, sitting down and renegotiating and reconfiguring and doing things differently to help you both get to a more perfect union, mm -hmm. if you will, is absolutely necessary. And if you're not willing to do it, then you don't want an actual active relationship with submissive or dominant. You want an, you want a kink dispenser is yeah. what you want. Does it does it say in there at all how long they'd been in? Uh, it's three months. With everybody, it's been three months. Oh goodness, three months. That's mm -hmm. wow. Um, Which three months is enough time to know that some of the things you agreed to on day one are not working. Quite right. frankly, sometimes three days is enough time. To well, know there that's not yeah, there work. is that too. For some reason, I, I and I missed that gloss missed that point because i i for some reason i had it in my head this had been a long-term thing this person so, talks like they're a long-term dominant that's how they talk like they've been yeah. a dominant long enough to kind of know the the mm -hmm, way this works mm -hmm. and these are new partners but yeah. in a relationship is supposedly yeah three months old yeah so i when Amy sent it to me, she was like, I don't even know if this is real, but it's hilarious. Mm -hmm. um, and yes, but also, can we find the suck in something? Yes, we can. <laughs> can we take suck the humor right out of it? Yes, we can. Yes, we can. Okay, so we're going to move right. on to our last one. Um, right. And the headline of it is, this is toxic. Okay, so here we go. I'm new to BDSM and started mm -hmm. a DS dynamic a few months ago. I was completely upfront about being new and I expressed that my knowledge was limited, but that I was willing to learn. So I started doing the research and have learned. And I asked him, assuming the partner, to teach me and correct my behaviors accordingly. And I will point out, I have never made the same mistake twice. Preach it, I'm the same way. I have learned. At this point, I feel like my dom, daddy, isn't being respectful toward my newness. He also treats me like I use it as an excuse. We do not have a 24 seven dynamic. We can't since it doesn't work for us. So when my collar is on is when our dynamic is on. He isn't teaching me though. He is almost weaponizing the dynamic. He doesn't acknowledge wrong behavior when it happens and he doesn't correct it. He uses it in fights randomly and calls me a shitty sub. I'm already getting pissed. <laughs> I've never had a punishment, just days upon days of him being mean. He has even stopped listening to my feelings about situations and ignoring boundaries and saying they don't work. I thought he was supposed to keep me safe and protect me. What am I doing wrong? What am I not understanding? On one level, you're doing not a fucking thing wrong. On the Go other girl. level, uh, what you're doing wrong is staying with this motherfucker. Get the fuck out. Tell him to kiss your goddamn ass. And uh, yeah, run that's what you're doing wrong is not immediately telling him to fuck this shit. That is what's happening that's wrong. Uh, beyond that, the only thing being done wrong is everything you've described by this dom. I don't, no. According to this description, you're doing nothing wrong. <laughs> the, the gates have been open, folks. I am so angry. <laughs> but also, I know this shit is common. And here's how I know it's common. It might not always be as common in power exchange, but these behaviors Part of my response is the trauma, baby. I was raised in this kind of thing where you didn't hear about, you didn't hear about, you didn't hear about it, and then you did, and it was a, it was weaponized against you. Like a person 
who is right for the relationship and, and in a place where they can be the person you need in this relationship does not fucking weaponize you for shit. That person, right. one, should not have you as a partner and two, needs to be in some fucking therapy. Mm-hmm. Because, yeah, I know it's caused by their own shit, but you don't have to be the one to put up with their own shit that they won't deal with. You don't have to. Not in a relationship that you're in by choice. Never. Mm-hmm. No, I lived this kind of behavior from uh, parental figures and from actual past partners. And it is bullshit. The fact is that what makes me think that this person has done a lot right, none of us are perfect, I'm sure they've made mistakes, is that they seemed to they seem to understand exactly what they're asking for. Correct my behaviors accordingly. Um, you know, let me know when something's going on, you know, Mm -hmm. blah, blah, blah. And they're the ones noticing the utter bullshit of this. But then, this is the part that breaks my heart because it happens all the time. They notice the bullshit and they go, this is indeed bullshit. And they don't go, what the fuck is wrong with that person? They go, what the fuck is wrong with me? Stop that shit. I know. That pisses me off more than anything. I'm losing words. <laughs> my blood pressure went up. What would you say, Daddy? Um, I you know this this goes against things I believe as far as what uh, being in a DS relationship is. Um, you know, my belief is you build the sub up. You don't break them down. Right. Um, you you help them to be a better sub. You help them to be a better person in general. Um, you, you don't break them down. You don't, um, you, you know, you don't do that. You don't tear them down. Yeah. You don't make them question their self. I know right. that that's, there's a thing out there. People like to play that way. I call bullshit on it. I call bullshit on it because you don't even know what kind of harm you do when you do that to another person mm-hmm. to do it purposely. I'm like really not impressed Yeah. to do this. This kind of description just sounds like very common bad behavior. People who don't know how to deal with conflict, people who don't know how to communicate, people who have their own shit they haven't fucking worked through, right, and right. now they're taking it out on everybody around them. The most vulnerable people around them, the person who is literally going, here, takes on my power. Mm-hmm. And they're taking advantage of that, and I'll bet money if somebody called them on their bullshit, they'd make themselves a fucking victim in a heartbeat. Right. Anyway, go ahead, Daddy, as you are saying. um you know yeah i it it kind of riles me up as well you know when when someone says you know at that point what am i doing wrong what you know what am i not understanding what don't i you know what should i do better how can i fix this um nothing you can do in a situation like that is going to make it better other than Saying say la vive and getting the hell out. Yep, as safely and as quickly as mm-hmm. you fucking can. Mm-hmm. Because a, a, a person who who does that, um, not healthy. No. Okay. Um, and, you know, there again, too, like, like you, it makes me mad. It's like, you know, why, you know, don't. It's not you, you know, don't put yourself down. Don't. You know, and that's, bear the responsibility for but this. That's sometimes the result of this. I if know. you hear you're a shitty sub, if mm-hmm, you mm-hmm. have your boundaries ignored, 
if you've asked for this person to, to take care of you in a consensual way as part of the power exchange, and this is how they show big fat ass air quotes care, I mean, unless you came from a really, really, really strong place before with no underlying things, and I don't know how a human in this world doesn't come to any re- new relationship without mm-hmm. some stuff that you've had to deal with. Yeah. I don't see how you don't continue it. You get knocked down. And quite frankly, you could take somebody who's never like a blank slate person. And this kind of behavior is still going to give them all the insecurity ever. But if you're like a n- typical person living in the world, you've already got your own insecurities and this kind of shit feeds on them because it I, makes it, he's making it about this sub. You're yeah. not doing this right. You suck. This, blah blah blah. This this How is they a, not internalized. This is a perfect example of someone who is being controlling rather than being in control. Mm-hmm. All right, and that's 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 something that yeah is is very dangerous mm-hmm. and not healthy in, at all. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if this person's done nothing wrong, the only thing. I would say you're doing wrong as if you're still there. Get the yeah. fuck out. Mm-hmm. Run in the other direction. Yeah. Run in the other direction. Because nothing outside of power exchange, none of that's healthy, right? Mm-mm. Like communication 101, say the fucking thing. Um, dealing with anger and conflict, and there's a lot that goes into it, and I'm no fucking expert because I hate conflict things. <laughs> um, but you have to be able to talk about it when you're not angry, ideally, and work your way through it and listen to the other person. Some of the shittiest behaviors I've ever had from previous partners, and quite frankly, some shitty behavior I myself have exhibited, has been to not say, this pissed me off fairly soon after the thing that pissed me off, Mm -hmm. and to hold it like a fucking miser and use it as a weapon. And a fight later to go, well, this just proves why you're this way. And I've done it. I'm not proud of doing it. If I try to do it now... Shit, writing lines would be the last fucking thing I'd have to worry about. (laughs) I don't even want to know what you would have to come up with. And quite frankly, you know what would probably happen? If I did that shit to you, it would probably hurt you so much. You would do nothing, at least in the immediacy, because Mm -hmm. you would be so hurt and that would be so obvious. And what you would say is, I am so disappointed in you. And then... I would have to curl up in a ball in a dark corner and never come out and see the light of day again because how could I live with myself? Mm-hmm. So I can't even imagine doing it anymore, but I know that I did it. But it is part of the not having good communication skills, not feeling yeah. heard, having lost power in earlier parts of my life where saying something got me in more trouble. And so I did not learn the skills of rationally talking about a thing that was important to me mm-hmm. and that upset me and working through it, I I weaponized it and held it like a little gross grudge that I just threw out like a <laughs> bomb at somebody, at the person who would piss me off, but still. Yeah. Like, but oh, to do it in a power yeah. exchange is even worse because we're, we're dealing with, with uh, consensual, purposeful control exchange. Like I'm going to release some of my power and my my willingness to make my own decisions, decide what I'm going to do, blah, blah. I'm going to give you that control. Now, granted, we all know we can take it away when we need to. But I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you that trust. I'm going to give you that power. I'm going to give you that control. And your job is to not fuck me up with it. And that person goes, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to be the biggest goddamn 
asshole <laughs> I can possibly be because who needs to learn communication skills? Who needs to learn how to work through their anger? Who needs to learn how to deal with conflict? Not me. I'm the dom. Like, yeah. fuck that shit. I wish I was a more eloquent person. I'm just mostly an angry, ranty person. <laughs> okay, deep breath. You know, I already have. Undo the nose. Like, blood pressure know. issues. <laughs> It could be all the ranting that I did. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Mark, this one is unimpressed with that motherfucker. Yeah. Uh, we will rate this one as uh, drop that motherfucker at the curb. <laughs> Run the other way. I don't know. We take, need a rating system for some of take these. Take them out with the trash. <sighs> trash is too fucking good for him. <laughs> <laughs> Consider me not a fan of that guy. Um, so that I'm glad I left it to just four. I was like, oh, is this not enough? It's plenty. Uh, that was oh, our last one. Yeah. For, <laughs> for this week on the. I keep looking for a clock that isn't there. There's no clock to look at. That clock died. I only had it 15 years. It was only a five dollar clock. Uh, <laughs> So we are going to go into a bonus section, but this yeah. is, yeah, this was from, other than the one that Amy of Coffee and Kink sent me, and I highly recommend her website, coffeeandkink.me. Uh, she talks about poly stuff. She reviews mm-hmm. sex toys. She talks about kink, like all kinds of stuff. Um, she sent me that one. Silent Wing is in the live chat, and I'm constantly talking to Silent Wing. I love Silent Wing. Hi, Silent Wing. Um, sent me some, and then others I found. The Other than the one that Amy sent me, because that was a screenshot, which is why I struggled to read it. Um... Everything else was found in BDSM Advice, that subreddit. I've linked to that subreddit in the places if you yourself are interested in seeing what kind of dumpster fires might be there on any given day. There are some legitimate, like, interesting questions. There is typical of subreddits where people ask questions. There's a lot of questions Mm -hmm. where the answer is and will continue to be, have you had a conversation with your actual partner about this? Um, but every once in a while, you get things that make your blood boil. So if you're into that, if that's your kink, and you, you would like to make your blood boil on purpose, have a feeling that for some of y'all, getting my blood boiling is your fucking kink. And I'm, I'm, kind, of, I'm kind of okay with that. But yeah, BDSM Advice subreddit is where most of those came from. Whew. Okay, I'm out of breath. Um, so... Yeah, we'll do the bonus section now. Okay, so are we good? I don't know. (laughs) Keep Keep it it kinky, kinky, y'all. And we'll see you next week. (laughs) Daddy. Yes, baby girl. listeners do not know why they've sat in silence until you snort laugh. <laughs> I will tell them why you snort laugh. Go ahead. Snort laughed. He snort laughed because he told me to be quiet and so I didn't say anything and then it's like he took 10 extra minutes to get his pen ready and that's when I just collapsed. But also, <laughs> I need to point out that all that ranting comes with a lot of neck rolling. I don't know why I get so into my rants. My neck and shoulder are killing me right now. I hurt. I hurt right now. Like right here, Daddy. And I don't know how to describe it for people who can't see. Right here, it hurts. Like I did something, it hurts. 
Mm, does feel tight. Yeah, see? I'm thinking these motherfuckers got me all tensed up and stressed me out. And then I physically get so into my ranting, I like twisted something. I don't know. Can I dive to the crickets, please, Daddy? I can't remember if you gave me permission or not. I did. I already. <laughs> I've already forgotten. Wow. So, he, oh, no. I need you to start getting used to this. So, I don't know much about perimenopause or menopause. I'm just on the cusp of finally maybe kind of learning some things. But one of the things my poor mother keeps going, yes, that is part of it, is you can look me in the eye and me look in your eyes and you can tell me something, maybe the most important thing you've ever uttered to another human being. And I will walk away in the moment you are out of sight. I have forgotten what you said. And sometimes that's a good thing. I'm great for secrets. That's Part of that's always been true. I am great for secrets because you'll tell me and I probably won't remember, so I'll keep your secret. But you will be trying to give me instructions or tell me what you need me to do or just say, I would like this to eat for dinner, baby girl. And I will go, okay. And 30 seconds later, I'm like, okay, I know you told me. I clearly remember having the conversation. Don't have that bit of data in my brain anymore. What did you want? And I'm getting some glimmerings from things I've read and my mother who definitely did her research or she went through menopause is like yeah that's perimenopause the brain thing where you can remember not a fucking thing yeah so you get frustrated with me but we talked about it and I told I you that I think I'm going through it and I'm sorry <laughs> I forget shit I don't forget everything it's I, truly not everything it is like the most random bits of something are just gone like they never and, happen and, and sometimes i just find it humorous i find it very frustrating mm. because yeah. especially now i have long prided myself on being one of those really efficient really on top of it people i used to think i didn't need to write things down and then i learned no i really do need to write things down but i could still hold little bits like i held the details really well mm. and i was proud of myself for that why it's not an accomplishment it's a luck of brain chemistry but okay i thought that was a good thing about me and now i'm losing that ability and it keeps happening with you <laughs> and then that makes me feel worse because as you're submissive I feel like I'm supposed to at least remember when five minutes ago you said you wanted this leftovers for this dinner this night and I've gone. But I've done it to the boys too. The 16 year old, poor baby. I need to just tell him what the hell's going on because we once had a full five minute conversation about a thing he wanted to do. And then two days later he went to do the thing and I'm over here going, what the hell is going on? And he's like, we talked about this. And then he said just the right thing. And I, part of the memory came back and, and I went, it's oh, clicked yeah, in. We did, didn't we? Oops. Mm -hmm. So. <sighs> okay. Mm -hmm. That was not meant to be. <laughs> the <bonus laughs> Let's see what's what's going on with us with the bonus section. Um, yes, that has been Lola snoring yep. um, in the background. Mm -hmm. Um, we recorded two videos prior to doing this recording uh, live stream, and both Ella meowed through it and Lola snored through it. And I had to, I went ahead and just put the disclaimer in the intro of those videos. Yes, this is happening. Yeah, you have not, you've not gone crazier than you might have already been. That's what you're hearing. It's the fur babies. Um, yep. Let's see. What else? Um, we are experiencing a little bit of Florida winter. It will actually be warming up later today, but uh, mm -hmm. anybody who's actually watching the video version of this, yes, JB is wearing double layers. It's not really that cold, but he's that cold, so that's all that matters. 
That's all that matters, Dottie. Okay. Okay. Um, what else? There were some things I was going to... Oh, shit. There were some things I was going to tell you. You need to start making notes. I know, I know. But see, it's it, the hard part is, is they're little flyaway thoughts. Like, there were mm-hmm. trains of thought that I didn't let myself go down because not everybody wants to ride that train. Uh, and I, I, you can usually come back around and pick it up, and I cannot. I cannot. <laughs> um, so, yeah. Um, what has been going on around here? Um, <laughs> you don't remember either, huh? I don't remember either. There, we're here. There, there hasn't been a whole lot going no, on. No, we survived Black Friday with the kinkery, and we're very yeah. happy with our Black we're, Friday. We're, we're very grateful for everything. I think we might still be recovering from it because yeah. we're tired. But we're always tired, so I don't mm-hmm. think we can use that. No. I think that's just our mm-hmm. natural state. Yeah. You're going to the sawmill next week. I am. I am. Uh. have to go to the sawmill next week. Uh, which is nice. I'm looking forward to that. Mm-hmm. Matter of fact, when we are done recording, say. I'm going to be calling him to, to make sure I can get yeah. go there Monday. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He, he's the local guys. He's got a crew that works with him, but it's like him on his property. So you yeah. have to call a few days in advance and go. Will you be there? Yeah, it's not like can a, a shop way? that you can just right. pull up to and roll roll right. into. I did remember what I was gonna um, was gonna say. And it was about how I've taken my uh, my sadness over sometimes being found wanting as a submissive and turn it into humor on Instagram. Actually, yes. what has a- happened is I got a wild hair at my ass and went, you know what? Fuck this shit. I'm just going to make some Instagram reels. Uh, several yeah. people are like, you should get on the kinky side of TikTok. And I know there are some, a lot of people on TikTok who are kinksters. And I think that's great. I just don't want to be there. Partly because they seem to be faster to pull you off and to like kick you out over on TikTok than other platforms. Um, Probably because I just like being an Instagram. Is is it owned by Facebook now known as Meta? Sure, is that a problem? Yes. Is Instagram a pain in my ass? Sure, I just like it there. So I was like, we'd be making reels for the handle I hate uh, for the 11 BDSM Instagram (laughs) that were just clips of episodes. I'd try to find like a, a rant or a funny part or a something. Even I got bored with those. So if anybody else was bored of them, I'm not offended. And I got just, I just went, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to learn how to lip sync. That's what I'm going to do. And I have started making reels. Well, (laughs) the second one I ever made, I just turned my pain into into humor. (laughs) And I had to wait literal weeks after the event to be able to do it. So somebody claimed that I was somehow... Mm quote, too sassy while we were doing a household job together. We were hanging pictures. Yes. First of all, I contend there's no such thing as too sassy. You were either sassy or you were bratty. I was not bratty. I was having a good time. The 12-year-old was next to me. We were bebopping together, being playful. Notice the 12-year-old didn't have to write lines. I need, we apparently we do need to unionize because I would like to know where the kinky court of appeals are because <laughs> later was it later that night the same yeah it was the same night that mm-hmm. the thing happened you were like uh that was too much here you need to write some lines now could I have safe worded out and been like fuck this shit I'm not doing it yeah I could have then we would have had to have a deeper conversation that would have been a, a deeper issue but I did have to do that thing of 
getting over the, I don't want to fucking do this. <laughs> to go, but will I do it because I'm submissive and this is the agreement and it's not a limit. It's not, I don't vehemently deny that there might have been some sass going on. So I did it. I wrote the fucking lines and I pouted about it during, after, and for easily a couple days later. Not happy, but fucking did it. <laughs> and then the wild hair gets up my ass about making reels with actual face in it <laughs> and learning how to lip sync. And I went, oh, oh, we're doing this one. But I put it in the caption, even though nobody reads the caption. I took it to him and I said, watch this. I'm trying to be funny. What do you think? You laughed your ass off. I said, can I post it? And I said, yes. Okay. Sometimes the sass is daddy approved. Okay. I just want you to know. <laughs> Most of the time the sass is daddy approved. But yes. it, the real is if you do TikTok and you don't do Instagram reels, if you do reels and you don't do TikTok, you'll know the sound. It's the sound that goes, this is bullshit. Because let me tell you, those fucking lines were bullshit. <laughs> But around here, anything could be content, okay? And I like to make jokes out of times that I'm unhappy. It's how I cope. She's not careful. She'll have to do lines after this episode. <sighs> I'll be careful. It's fine. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So... Yeah, probably be doing more of that. Might be the Instagram handle that I hate, but I'm addicted to reels. Okay, what what else is going on? Anything? Nothing. We're just working. Yeah. Um, we were we went and did stuff together yesterday. We did. We did. We uh, we we had to uh, run out and do do a couple quick errands, which was kind of nice. Um, got away from the house, just you and I together, and spend some time even got to uh sneak a little lunch yeah we did yeah yeah and the look of betrayal on the 12 year old's face when he saw my drink cup normally we hide the evidence if we go with other kids those cups don't come in the house or we mm -hmm. finish them off before the kids get home and we did this on a school day so but that was a big old diet coke and i was still sipping on it and he's sitting at the kitchen table i was working on something and i had my diet coke there and he is doing something and he just silently points at the cup and gives me the look. Y'all know the look because it's the look I give about stuff. And he's my kid after all. And I went, yep, that's what that is. Mm-hmm. he just looked at me. I'm like, nope, I'm not sorry. <laughs> he never said a word. He never said a word. The thing I, I find humorous mm -hmm. in that is I... It, it almost seems like, you know, when, when the boys go off to school or do what they do, they think our life just Oh, sure. Stops. We're like teachers. We only exist when they're there looking at us. Yeah. We live at home like teachers live at school. Um, and we don't do anything mm -hmm. outside mm -hmm. of what they are aware of. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That's fine. Mm -hmm. Keep thinking that. That's mm -hmm. how that's how they stay pure and innocent. And I don't feel like we're bad parents. <laughs> we're all <laughs> <kingsters>. <laughs> Ignorance is bliss. 
Yeah. Of course, I will say this, partly because we got busy, partly because I just stopped giving a fuck. These children walk in and out of this office and I'm steady wrapping up paddles, boxing shit. You're putting wood conditioner stuff on. Like we're doing stuff and we're not hiding it no damn more. I'm like, you're 12, you're 16. You got this. Okay. Mm-hmm. You got questions. We'll talk about it. I will never do it in front of your friends and embarrass you, but uh-uh. I'm not, yep. you're, too, you're old enough. I'm not fucking hiding shit. <laughs> well, not wow. that kind of stuff. Yeah. So, yeah. And um, I I kind of started um, peeking around to see what it will take to uh, set up a, a Lola cam. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, looks like have pretty much everything I need. You just got to do it. Just got to do it. Uh, you know, play around with it a little bit. So probably while we are on our holiday break. Mm-hmm. For, for Christmas and, and the New Year, um, I'll probably tinker with it a little bit, maybe do a, you know, a couple little off-the-cuff uh, test streams mm-hmm. to see what what we can do. And, uh, yeah, maybe have a little uh, Lola cam so everybody can... Uh, watch her nap. Watch the, uh, where, where the ethereal uh, snoring comes from. <laughs> oh, it sounds like a grinding noise. <laughs> So, yeah, that's just more of the same for us. Yeah. I feel like there was other stuff, but it'll hit me later. Mm-hmm. I'll go, I'll like, hopefully, hopefully I can remember that for next week. <laughs> Write it down. Start making notes, Spoiler girl. alert, I will not remember it for no. next week. No. Uh, <laughs> no. Yeah. I think so, that's it, yeah? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Pretty much. I'm, I have a nagging. Uh, there was a thing you were going to say. Since I can't remember it, I will not keep you here for the... <laughs> 30 minutes it'll take me to remember it. Um, I guess that's it for us this week. I yeah. do want to say, because I know that there's only a few days of it, so I won't get a chance again. Mm-hmm. Uh, happy Hanukkah to those who celebrate it. Yes, I look like yes. in the middle of it right now. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yay. I didn't want to. I've tried to be more aware. It's weird. I was, watch, I was watching a reel. Be shocked today. And it's this guy. He's a comedian, and he plays different characters in this particular reel. He was being Hanukkah. Christmas and Jesus mm. and poor Hanukkah was trying to be like, oh, it's Hanukkah. And Christmas was jumping in there with follow la la And he's like, what the fuck are you doing? Um, and somehow Jesus got into the actual conversation and it was funny, but also made a very important point. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So, um, okay. Okay. That's all I got. I could keep going, but we're, we're not going to. Of course you could keep going. <laughs> not going to do that. We will talk to y'all later. Mm-hmm. Thanks for listening, watching, mm-hmm. all the stuffing. Um, How, however you do it, thanks for joining us. Thanks for joining us. And then sticking with us to the bitter end. Mm-hmm. Um, I, for those of you who love uh, when I rant, this episode was for you. Uh, <laughs> we will talk to y'all later. Mm-hmm. Bye. Bye.